The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. sound so I mean that's not as cool well I mean it's not as cool but I mean a theremin costs about five hundred dollars yeah but and, you and, it, to- and it just goes <laughs> and, yeah. and and honest to god like I used it that sound is only used once in that song and so it what would do you be do if you ever play it live yeah oh yeah yeah I plan on playing that song live all the time I would. Dude, people that play theremins and are good at it, they look like wizards performing spells. This is a true fact. If you are in California recording an album you have and you want a theremin player, you have to go through the musicians' union. And there are, I think they said five or ten people that are licensed, accomplished theremin players. That's insane. You can't just throw like 20 bucks on Fiverr? No. You just can't get some fat kid down from the stop and go. That just, just, just. So a, hang on. So, <laughs> all right. I want to explore this more. Go so for it. I want to. I want to have a YouTube like channel. Okay. And I want one of my videos to have theremin in it. Okay. You're telling me that I have to call Hollywood. Well, no. If you were, if you were in California uh-huh. recording an album at a major with a label or something, you know where they do things. Things have to be done like properly. You have to call if you want a theremin player, like if you wanted a violin player, like the unions probably they have tons of violin players and they have tons of people that play cello. But as far as theremin goes, there's like five or ten people that can play it and you got to call you got to call one of them. You're blowing my mind. Like, I mean, that's just that's music. It's kind of. Can you imagine like somebody walking into a business meeting, throwing down their fucking suitcase and suing you because you hired some guy off the street to play theremin when there were honest you have no union I- workers? You have no idea how many stories, maybe not with theremin, but with other instruments, how many times people have done that. How, like, how much do you get sued for if well, you I hire mean, a, a, it's not a black sued. market theremin it's player? It's not sued. It's uh, they can stop the release of your album. They can stop, stop it from coming out. They'll be album. like, you know, if, when basically like like with hip hop, you have to clear samples. And so if your sample, if you use samples and they don't clear, they're not going to you can't use that sample. So if like the drum beat was from a famous jazz record, you can't use it. And so if you have theremin from an unlicensed theremin player, you can't put it. They're going to stop that from, track from coming out. Hey, I, hey, I hey. know black market, black market theremin. Hey, little boy, <laughs> do you need a? Theremin player. Woo! I'll do it behind the alley with you. <laughs> I give you 50 bucks. 50 you, bucks on a sandwich. 50 bucks get you 10 minutes. Sandwich not negotiable. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch the rod. Jeez. You, you've seen it because it's got like yeah, a rod yeah, yeah, on yeah. the side. Yeah. yeah, it looks like that old game where you can't touch the sides. Oh, uh, oh, I was going to say operation. Well, I mean, that's it's close, yeah. but no. But the, uh, you know, keep it in the middle thing. Have you ever done this? If you touch the sides, I mean that's operation. No, 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 no. Is God this damn some, it! Is this some Santa Fe, 
you know, backwater game? No, no, no. This is definitely a game. Don't that, touch like, the racist electronic fence. No, no, no. Backward electricity <laughs> was like, ooh, it would shock people. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Electricity, I think, from yeah. day one of Ben Franklin and the kite exactly. has shocked the fuck this out of was, people. This was when it was big. It was an old, like, 1800s <laughs> toy. It was big. They Hasbro it sold it, is. I think. It still is. I'm not talking about operation. <laughs> I was talking, about, elect- been, I'm talking just, about electricity. Yes, oper- <laughs> electricity is just as popular as it always has been. But this was like this is like a sideshow game where you have to take the loop and within it is a metal pole that goes straight up and then it kind of does like a roller coaster. And you can't touch the side. And you can't touch okay, yeah, the loop I do know, to the pole. I do know the game of what okay, you're talking thank about. Thank you. What's it called though? Fuck if I know. You ask I Google. What's the, the loopy electricity game? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Google. You know what's up. You know everything. Turn them servers on. So, uh, give me some, <laughs> give me some so info. My, my partner shows up today looking like the broke down homeless version of Hopper from hey, season three of Stranger Things. It's it's actually uh, it's winter in Texas, so I'm prepared. I, I've got my tropical up top, and then I've got my sweatpants. You below. Ha- you also you're you're kind of pulling a '70s motif of like. The top four buttons are not buttoned on your button-up well, shirt. Well, you know, I've got to show the, the chest hair I to mean, the ladies. It, I have testosterone. Look. It, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a sight. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it, sir. I got stopped today at Target. The lady said, uh, she's probably close to my age. She was in front of me in line, and she saw my shirt. But I'm hunched over the cart, so she can only see the top part, which is a cat. Uh-huh. And she goes, oh, that's a cute shirt. Are you? Do you like cats? And I kind of pull back. I'm like, no, I don't really like cats. I'm a dog guy. And I said, this is a band. And she then she sees the skull that it's sitting on. And she goes, oh, that's – I didn't see the rest of it. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. It's like, sorry, I was bent over. My gut hid the skull. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry I have terrible back problems. <laughs> yeah. You, you thought that I was just a kitten lover. She then she – then, placated and back and and went backwards and goes oh yeah my husband he doesn't like cats so we don't have one i'm like and there goes your opening line Uh yeah (laughs) damn dude i'm so sorry you had that experience yeah yeah i I was triggered she assumed your shirts yeah lack of skulls she's she assumed i was a 40 year old lesbian so (laughs) (sighs) who hang on i just watched a movie that melissa and i were both just like why is everyone in this show Look like lesbians. It was very weird. Was uh, it uh, that there was? Oh, a, it was queer eye. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was queer as folk. There was that was like a wasn't that a lesbian gay show like uh, 10, 15 years ago? Yeah, something like that. Queer as folk. I, I don't know why did, we didn't really have cable. I had to, I had to stick to like the poor people TV. Yeah, uh, I watched a lot of Commando on Saturday uh, mornings. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Poor people TV is that? Uh, I was gonna say Kazab, but that's BitTorrent. Yeah, no, no, that's even <laughs> even then you had to have the internet. Yeah. <laughs> we we didn't have it for many years growing up. I actually remember like our first computer. You had to fucking learn DOS. Yeah. To play programs. Yeah. And uh, that was that was where we are now, and kids are just like fucking give me your phone, I'll do it for you, dude. I went to. I'm so old. I went to computer camp in the punch summer. cards. No, no, not punch cards, but on Commodore 64s. We were, okay. we had them, they had them at school and you could go in and like you were programming DOS and you could play games. And yeah, I mean, that was, that's what you do when you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And it was brilliant. Cause I had a blast. I think I went to it two summers in a row, man. I just loved it. Uh, um, you know, I, you know, I'm not an athletic chap. Mm-hmm. So, so, mommy, can I go to computer camp? <laughs> no, actually, my mom was like, "You're going to computer camp," and I was like, 
Okay, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Better down. space camp, those wait, fucking nerds. Wait, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, we were playing in a simulator. Oh, yeah. dork. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to tell the story, and I don't know if she'll like it or not, but it's, oh. it, it's very much... <laughs> It's very much in the vein of what we're talking about, summer camp-wise. Is this your wife? This is. Oh, uh, dude. Melissa. Uh, when we first started dating, she was going through an old, like, box of just, you know, like, family stuff, like yeah. photo albums and things they've kept, old softball trophies from when she played yeah. as a kid. And there was this rainbow ribbon with a medal on it. And it said something like uh, "best participant" or something like that. It was, it was, it was awesome. It was very general, and uh, I loved it. I immediately pointed it out, and I was like, "What is that from?" And she blushed, and she was just like, "It was a camp that I went to," and I was like, "I don't like your facial expression. What kind of camp did you go to?" It's like, "Is this like band camp? Like what happened?" And she was like, "No, it was, it was called Camp Rad. It was for asthmatics." Oh man! So a whole camp full of asthmatic kids that were out for the summer who needed activities to do that wow. they wouldn't die doing. So she got a, 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 a best participant. Wow! Yeah, I was so bad in the elementary school track and field games. The only one I I I won in was cracker eating. Cracker eating? Yeah. That was an event. That was an event. Oh man! See, I. And the downside, yeah, I couldn't get first place because there was a girl. There were four guys and a girl in the, in the competition, and because there was a girl, she automatically won. Well, fucking, fucking women suffrage can kiss my ass. That's a. Uh, I would have had a gold medal. I'm not, so not sorry, some, buddy. Not some fucked up in cracker ribbon. eating. In cracker eating. Was it like real gold? They give out. How, I mean, how, look, look. It how was good a medal. Program was I this? had a fucking red, a little red, what a ribbon. Yeah. You know, there's like second place. No, bitch, I won. Again, in cracker eating. This is what you're pissed I off about. I fucking won. Fuck you and your women's rights. I want my cracker medal. You know, you're an adult. You can buy a trophy. This is best cracker no. eating in the goddamn world. No. <laughs> Wait, I don't think we want that medal. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying you could do it. You have the, the resources and the, the knowledge yeah. as an adult to make that happen. Yeah. Fucking throw that up on Kickstarter. You get a billion likes and... <laughs> shares and all kinds of shit did you hear about that uh what was it a potato salad guy no yeah he put it up on there he was just like uh zero million dollars i want to raise a million dollars to make potato salad how much potato salad? dude he blew past his he blew past it he but got millions of dollars what does to make that say salad. about us because it's one thing if you say to me like hey you know it's like a band that i like and they say hey we're gonna self-release our own record uh or like the the uh frank zappa documentary that uh Bill from Bill and Ted is doing. Uh-huh. Um, Alex Winter. I I gave money to that three years ago, and we're still getting stuff. We haven't even got the documentary yet. We still get updates because they have a whole lot of stuff they had to do. That's cool because I, I know what that's going to be. But, like, fucking potato salad, what does that say about our society? Well, here you go. This is what he ended up doing. His stretch goals were crazy. So, like, he ended up getting so much money. I believe that he put on a, and this is all hearsay. I fucking could have dreamed this. Who knows? But I'm pretty sure he put on a potato uh, salad festival and then donated a shitload of it to charity. I fucking hate potato salad, so. Oh, man. Oh, I love potato salad. I hate potato salad. As long as you don't ruin it with fucking egg. Egg ruins everything. See, I think mayonnaise ruins everything. Oh, no. Dear Jesus. No. Mayonnaise is the grossest thing ever. Ma- mayonnaise is like a product. It's, it's like manna. Okay? It's no. like manna from heaven. It's awesome. No. 
Yes. It's like Miracle Whip and Mayo no. are great. Miracle Whip is like homeless people's cum. I mean, I it, grew up very poor. Okay, that's what we ate for. I didn't grow up much much better, and but I I mustard is like the best thing ever. Ugh. Ugh. Seriously, you're having. You can sit there. I can eat like sausage with mustard. It's I mean, amazing. I mean, anyone can eat anything with anything. They all have that yeah. fucking ability. Yeah. But preference wise, I would prefer Miracle Whip. Oh, gross. And have you ever had a banana sandwich? I mean, no. Okay, so this is what you do, ladies and gents. Lay down some white bread, fresh, soft, sticky to the gums. You know what I'm talking about? That kind of white bread. <laughs> then very thick, copious layers of Miracle Whip. Okay. All four slices. I want back and front. On Fuck those you. Okay. Bananas then you take, and Miracle you take Whip. Two bananas. You split those bitches down the, the middle. Oh, that is disgusting. And you lay them out side by side. And no. if they don't fit, you make them fit. You squeeze no. that shit down and push it down. And then, you, oh, it makes the banana so no. tangy and sweet. Oh, my God. It's like a chemical reaction of orgasm that in your, in your mouth. That is the grossest thing I've ever heard of. No. No, That's we're, we're going to go out after this. And we're gonna, I'm going to make you a banana sandwich. No. I, I, no, but bananas and bread, great. Uh, fucking miracle whip and banana. No, that's what uh, it, it's. It, it's what brings the magic is the miracle. Whip. Oh no! I, I, oh, that's disgusting. I, I once made one for my wife, and I, she started gagging. I was just like, "Here, babe, look!" And she goes, "What is?" Does th- she not like mayonnaise either? She was just like, "There's like mayonnaise dripping off the side of the bread." Oh, that's disgusting. And, uh, no, it's, throw a- oh, it's so oh, good. Oh my god, that's, mm. gr- that's so gross. Uh, my stomach has a boner right now. So good. God. So good. You don't know what you're missing. No, I do. I'm glad I'm missing it. And you know what? You know what bread tastes like? You know what Miracle Whip tastes like? You know what banana tastes like? You throw all those fucking things together. It doesn't taste exactly what you think. It tastes no, great. No, it tastes terrible. No. It makes the banana super sweet You basically, you somehow managed to make sadness into a sandwich. <laughs> well, that's got to be the title, right? <laughs> yeah, sadness sandwich. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's great, and we really need to try it. And I think I lived on them from the ages of like three to seven. At seventeen, I still occasionally have myself a banana <laughs> yeah, sandwich. Yeah, I grew up eating a lot of banana sandwiches and uh, beanie weenies. Do you ever? No, you I fuck with beanie, beanie weenies. No, no, no. no. you're missing out, man. No, no, not a beanie weenie guy. I'm, I'm gonna have to bring you lunch one day and just no, be like, I have no. your beanie weenies and no, don't, sandwich. No, don't, no, I, sweetie. See, well, you know what? We're jamming now. Me and Quentin found a. My son and I found a love. We we fell in love with spam. With spam, yeah. and you're making fun of my fucking banana sandwiches. Oh my god, spam, dude! You cut it up and you cut it into six slices. Take a can of it and you fry it in a pan. And you make a sandwich out of it with hot sauce oh, and cheese. Yeah, but you're eating strictly cow colons. Like, that's all that shit is. I, I mean. It's like chicken beaks, cow colons, and fucking rodent dicks. That's all it's spam is. It's not rodent dicks. Uh, I'm just saying. Yeah, see, I'm back just up your fucking have you, have you read The Jungle? Back, look. Have you read The Jungle? Yeah. 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 Look. Do you know what that is? I'm aware of what it is. Okay. It's so very rare that I know something you don't. So I'm just like, please. Yeah, I know what it is. Please don't know what it is. Yeah. I've also seen supersize me and understand that. uh, But I've personally lost a taste for McDonald's anyway. They're just shitty. 
man, I need them every once in a while. Uh, it, see, I've gotten past it. Uh-huh. I mean, I've I found other like like raising canes. I'd rather go there. Oh, fucking raising canes! High five this Fuck shit. Yeah, dude. Nobody else likes it but us, dude. I will I will pay extra for them to bring it to me. It tastes better when other people bring it to you. That is kind of hot. Yeah, man. Fucking DoorDash. I haven't gotten into that yet, like oh, Grubhub or DoorDash. It's or so it's so expensive. I bet, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even think about it anymore. I'm just like, fucking order it, don't look, tip. But hey, walk away. What you need is a teenager. I, if you have a teenager, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking like in the Epstein kind of way. Yeah. Which I am obsessed with Je- Jeffrey Epstein bullshit now. Oh yeah, you're deep oh, in that conspiracy dude, I went, shit. I went deep web on Jeffrey Epstein with. Oh. I'm, I've got. I'm listening to like this podcast about like the whole thing. I'm loving the memes. Oh, oh, God, those are brilliant. I mean, it's, it's all old memes, except if you haven't seen this, ladies and gents, they just put in somewhere in the meme. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein Jeffrey did, not, Epstein commit did not commit suicide. <laughs> and it's great. It's it's such a simple little tweak. Yeah, I, but I'm, I'm like deep web on Epstein. So what do you think? Uh, I don't think someone killed him. I think he killed himself. Do you really? Because that's the opposite I'll, of a conspiracy I'll, I'll t- theory. Because yeah, yeah, I'll tell you why. Um, we do a lot of work with the, uh, Texas, uh, department of corrections. Okay. TDC. And I'm not, I'm not, I won't say any names, but I've talked to some guys and they're like, dude, we're really understaffed. And one guy I talked to said, he said at that early in the morning, he goes, there's a good chance. Like, yeah, for 30, 45 minutes, maybe somebody didn't go by the cell. Maybe, maybe something could have happened. You know, it happens occasionally. So what about the the camera that malfunctioned outside of his room? Um, I think if you have enough money, you can get anything. And I think he wanted to die. I think he wanted to kill himself because he was not. There was no way he was coming out. Like they they had it. They had it. He was going to be in there forever. Okay. The he would only, not. The only thing that strikes me as wrong with your theory is everything. He, if he's so rich and he can turn the camera off, then why can't he get someone to sneak him in a deadly no, he, amount of heroin? No, he paid. He was. I think he paid those two guards off, or he paid somebody off uh-huh. to turn the blind eye for 15, 20 minutes, enough time for him to hang himself. Yeah, but why would you want to hang yourself if there are easier, better ways to go? Because he just inject one or two he, marijuanas, he, he, and you well, would because I, be I think dead. it's for somebody, especially as high profile as him, it's going to be harder to get something in there into that prison uh you know especially because he was on a ward that was just for celebrities snitches and informants you know i'm serious like i've been listening i've been deep diving this and that's, uh, that's just fucking hilarious to yeah me. um let's put the famous people with the snitches well yeah because they're they're high security because if you let like an informant out into the jail yeah they're gonna kill him they get shanked yeah but so they had him in a pretty high high place and I, I don't know, man. I think, uh, I think he killed himself. I think it's now I'll tell you right now. The other side of it is I, cause like, okay, let, let's put it out there. Everybody says the Clintons did it. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> I think, I think he, I think he was tied up in, in, uh, in some, he was either dealing with Mossad or he was dealing with CIA because, there's a reason why, like, all of a sudden he's just just a Wall Street guy to, like, a billionaire. And how do you go from kind of, like, having dinner with people to flying Bill Clinton around and Chris Tucker, you know, to Africa? 
and because yeah, that's a good front. Chris Tucker was involved. Yeah, when he went to Africa with Clinton, when Clinton went to talk to Mandela in O2, oh. Chris Tucker was on the plane. It was Chris Tucker, him, and Chris Tucker, Epstein, Clinton, and one other celebrity. And Chris Tucker. Yeah, Chris Tucker. Was this post his movies with Jackie Chan? This is like height of Chris Tucker popularity before the crack. Oh, okay, so just Friday. Yeah. No, 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 no. This was Rush movie. Hour. No, Rush Hour would have been, the last Rush Hour probably would have been right, right around there. Mm, still. Yeah. Height of his popularity before the crack kicked in. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, that's the rumor. Like, like he, like, he, he said. how much crack I can afford with this Rush yeah, Hour money? Yeah, he's had multiple strokes due to crack. Okay, how do you, as a rich person, knowing full well that crack is fucked up, just be like, yeah, let me try a little bit of that crack. Because you're rich. Who cares? I, I care if I'm going to be all I mean, like Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein had half a billion dollars, and all he wanted to do was fuck teenage girls. Well, I mean, it's like every, <laughs> it's like every incel's dream. <laughs> no! My, my economics teacher in college, who was a, fr- a friend of the family... I remember him one time. He said, "You, you college kids got it all wrong. You, all, you guys all want to date a virgin, you know, break her in." He goes, "No." He goes, "Fuck that." He goes, "I've been married three times." He goes, "The next time I get married, I want a woman that can show me some stuff. I want her to take me to the rodeo, you know." And I was like, "Ever since then, I'm like, I totally agree." Yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't, I don't give a shit about the virginity. I don't, thing. I don't that, want, I don't want to have ugh. to like break out the manual and go, okay, okay, faster, slower. Tab A into slot B. Uh, slower. Slower. Tab A into Less teeth. C. Less teeth. And we're done. No, and, and then, you know, the ooh, ow, ooh, ow. You know, uh-huh. I want somebody to be like, mount up. And it's like fucking riding like Vikings going to their death, you know? So when I was out of town, I went to Minnesota and I saw uh, fucking Lil Wayne perform. With and Blink? With Blink, yeah. You saw one of like the four shows he actually showed yes. up to? It was it was it was actually pretty cool. It was a very small little auditorium. Yeah. But after every single song, he'd be rapping, he'd be doing his thing, and then he would just abruptly stop and go, Thank you. Huh. And that's what it reminded me of. Is that sex with you? Is it thank you at the end? No. You just you just uh, we're done. Well no, I was not Fuck I, you. I, I'm just trying to psychologically analyze Wait, your you don't sex get, life. No, no, no. You don't get to break down my sex life when you come in here with your fucking banana fucking mayonnaise sandwiches. Hey, bud. All right. Banana sandwich guy? No. pussy on the reg. No. On the reg. No. Maybe that's your problem. Maybe you're not eating enough Miracle Whip. Because no. if you eat enough of it, it comes through your pores and ladies can sense that. You, you've been married for what, like a decade now? Uh, it's been five years. Oh, okay. Feels well, like a decade. Yeah. Oh, don't let mama hear you say <laughs> She that. doesn't listen to this podcast anyway. <laughs> and even if she does listen to this one, baby, I already told the Camp Rad story, so you're already mad at me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. So. So what else has been going on? Not much, man. Went to Boston. Yeah. A couple for a weeks. work thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you, were you able to do anything off work time? Uh, not really, man. We got there like late Monday night. And then class was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from like 8 to 5. But we got out half a day on Thursday, so we went to Salem. All right. I got to see where the witch trials were and all that shit. That's cool. That's badass, man. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you right now, if you want to go make a million dollars right now, if you got the money to invest, uh-huh. 
parking lots in Salem, Massachusetts, because they do not exist. That's, so parking garage is what a you should par- say. Dude, we should we invest go, money in it. We could invest in a parking garage, and their big time is October 1 to November 1. Everybody, when we talk to people there, that's what they said. It's kind of like Renfest. Oh, yeah? Um, and they told me that... Where can I find the funnel cakes? Yeah. Oh, it's over there, where they burn the oh, witches. It's, it's really cool, because there's like... The whole the whole down, downtown area is kind of um, where it all takes place. And there's one section over here, and then you walk a little way, and it's like a whole like like strip of shops and stuff where they you know like like here's they sell witch shit here you know like uh, like Wiccan shirts. stuff no like shirts okay. and like you know, for real it's, witches it's like tourist kind of crap yeah <laughs> uh, got a lot of pictures of the ex wife um, but uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, don't laugh out loud on that one. So the rest, yeah, I have to. <laughs> I have to support my man. No, but um, it was it was really cool, man. Uh, we did not really go into Boston because uh, we were staying about thirty minutes outside of Boston. And uh, you still hear the accents, though. Uh, not hey, as, you want full cake? Not not as hard as you think they are. No. Yeah, but we weren't in Boston proper, and, and I was told by some of the locals that the closer you go in to Boston proper, they're a little bit harder. I want to go like Goodwill Hunting, Boston. I'd rather not. I, I want to go. I'd rather not because we just watched The Departed. I just showed my son The Departed. Oh, what a great movie! Awesome, awesome. He's just now seeing The Departed. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. We've been picking up Scorsese here and there over the last year. Okay, I mean, like he's cool with R-rated movies, or yeah, you're cool yeah, with R-rated yeah, movies. Yeah. I don't give a shit what he thinks. He's almost eighteen. That's what I'm saying. Like, why is he just now seeing The Departed? I mean, because we had other things to get to. I'm just like twelve year old. Boom, Departed. No, because I mean, even even at this point, like kid. The, these kids like ask they don't pick up context clues they ask a lot of questions during the movie and i'm like if you pay attention that will be answered in like two minutes oh yeah it's weird my whole wife's side of the family is like that what's happening like they yeah they, they ask questions throughout the whole who's thing. the black guy yeah who's that guy I was that's like, morgan it's, freeman it, <laughs> i saw samuel l jackson yeah no it's morgan freeman they're in prison and Samuel L. Jackson's not with him. No, no. Okay. This is one of those rare movies that Sam Jackson is not in. No, but Melissa always asks questions about, like, like flashbacks or, like, things that are, like, out of context in the movie. She's like, what just happened? I'm like, there was a transition. You didn't see the screen went white, and then he was, like, thinking <laughs> off in the distance, and then the screen went white, and now we're looking at new characters in a different time period, obviously, with different clothes. And uh, she's like, oh. What are they saying? I was like, I don't know. I just had to explain all that to you. <laughs> it's like, anyway, that's that's life married. It's well worth it. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Craig from B Movies and Ebooks. And if you don't know about B Movies and Ebooks, it's basically a podcast between two lifelong friends. We cover horror movies, cult movies, and B movies on a bi-weekly basis. And also, we talk about the latest genre fiction we've read. So after you get done listening to this fine episode of Longbox Small Talk, head on over to iTunes and search for B-Movies and eBooks and hit subscribe. It's easy to do, you'll be entertained, and you're going to find out about a ton of titles you never even knew existed. Have you watched Watchmen? I've been watching Watchmen, yes. Dude, I love it. Uh, what's out now? Three episodes? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm up to date. Yeah. It's very interesting. I love I, it. I love the fact that they went sequel to the comic book as, a, as opposed to sequel to the movie. Yeah, I was wondering how which one they were going to go with. And then I had heard Lindelof say it was direct from the comic. Mm-hmm. And just how just how you kind of get thrown in and you're like, yeah, there's there's definite things in, in episode one 
there are there are light references to the books, but as you get deeper, it gets further in. And like three, there it's a deep dive into into the books and kind of like the aftermath of what happens in issue twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, love it. Love the music by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Um, just just the whole. I kept wondering like, how are they going to do this? How how are they going to take something iconic? And not do something that's going to just basically be a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And they managed to. Lindelof really nailed it. I mean, especially taking place in Tulsa, you know, and, and just so much uh, that that is mirrored of now as far as, you know, police issues mm-hmm. and whatnot and civil unrest. Yeah. It's managed to capture the book and the current times. Very well. Yeah. Very accurately. And I actually really liked it, the fact that as a non-comic book reader, Melissa started watching the show with me. And then she, I was just like, well, would you like to watch the movie as well? Like now that we've watched the first three episodes, we can watch the movie and see if you can draw any lines of comparison. Yeah. And, and, you know, you see some characters return, especially in that third episode. You, you see Lori uh, come back. She's going by Lori Blake now, yep. um, which is the comedian's last name. She's taking the comedian's name. That's yeah. Well, did you did you and, and I, I think I skipped a lot of uh, just the the raw text parts of Watchmen the the comic because you got it you got it so you got to go back and read them. See, I, I just I was I never cared for it. You notice they're doing it on the way HBO website though. Yes. The yep. uh, what do they call it? The paratype or paraphile or something like that. Uh, I don't know, but I, I was reading some of it. Yeah. And it explained how Lori Blake went started going as to as the comedian. Yeah, as the female comedian, and she and Night Out Two continued being masked vigilantes for a while. And they were caught in the nineties. And they were caught in the nineties, and then she started doing work for the CIA to get the out FBI. of her jail, F- wherever. Yeah, FBI. Yeah. And then he's still in prison because he wouldn't give up what happened to Rorschach. Yeah, he w- he would never say anything. Also, the vinyl of the first set of the soundtracks came out, and has the whole instead of it just being called. Watchmen uh, soundtrack one. It's called Sons of the Pale Horse, which is the band, the concert at Madison Square Garden that's playing when you, the alien attacks at the end of the book. Oh. And it's a, <clears throat> it, it, the liner notes for the, for the album are a whole story about the band, about the band reading uh, Rorschach's journal. Uh, it's really fascinating, man. Just all the cool shit they were able to put into it. Yeah, it seems like that's a world that anyone can kind of expand really easily and kind of give more detail into. God, man. But I this mean, show's done such a good job yeah. of doing that. And I also, it reminds me of another HBO show, Westworld, where really the first couple episodes, it just throws you into it. And it's like, this is the world. Catch up, bitches. Yeah. It's like, we're just going to keep it. throwing mysteries at I'm, you. It's odd that you bring that up because I am on season two, episode eight right now. Of, of yeah, I, had, I watched the first one in real time and then watched half of the second. And for some reason today, I got up and I'm like, I'm going to catch back up on Westworld. S- second season never did anything for me. Uh, and that's what a lot of people are saying. A yeah. lot of people say that the third season trailer did more for them than the entire second season. Wow, that says a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I, I need to make time for that. But, I mean, <laughs> so much good shit. Well, uh, the second season to me of Westworld, and, and I'm, I'm two episodes from the ending. See again, seems like could have been compiled into five or six episodes. Oh yeah, shortened. way too long. How, how many episodes is it? Ten. Ten. Okay. And it's just like there's just way too much. Like 
the Bernard episode where you're going deep dive and it's like memory with it's like starts at a certain time and it's memory within a memory within a memory to like your three or four inceptions in and you're like what wait where am i wait which is this real and i love it because i love a head fuck um yeah, I love a good head fuck. But did you it watch just, Legion? It wasn't compelling. Did you watch Legion? I tried to get into Legion, and I was like, I'm just here for oh all Marie Plaza's butt. I love and then Legion. I got out. I I I I bought. I buy the seasons. Okay. I'm grandpa. I'm in the third episode, which deals specifically with Charles Xavier uh-huh. and Gabrielle Heller when they met, um, and it changes the story because they met in a mental institution, mm-hmm. and got married and then he where i'm at in the episode because it's they're so they're so thick they're really dense episodes uh he's created a a an early version of cerebro and he's made contact with the shadow king in the middle east and he's gonna fly there to go meet him uh because he's not met another telepath like himself Mm -hmm. so it is but like it is one of like the second the first season is wild. The second season gets wilder. And the third season gets weird. Like, it's just odd. And there's time travel involved. There's, I, I tell people, like, if you're into uh, Twin Peaks and you're into the X-Men, just buckle up. But take your time. Don't try to devour it because it will fuck. It's like bad acid. It will fuck you up bad you ever had a bad acid no I'm just, oh, okay i'm just i'm pretending like i know what it is oh okay but um i think it'll fuck you up like if you go too fast you're gonna miss the little nuances and it's creative as hell man they to uh, they knew they were only gonna do three three seasons and he was just like that's all there is 30 episodes and we're done and to take a character that is like legion is like one of the most powerful mutants ever that's also schizophrenic. Yeah. Uh, There's always got to be a flaw. Yeah, man. Why it's fucking wild. I love that show. Yeah, like I was, I was excited when I first saw it. I think we even talked about it a few years ago, but um, just it couldn't hold my attention. And if I'm not watching something with Melissa, I'm usually doing something else also yeah, while yeah, trying yeah. to watch it. And it, I don't think it's one of those shows that's conducive to that kind of yeah. binge watching. You know, like I, I got. I vaguely remember what happens in the four episodes or five episodes that I watched. And Aubrey Plaza is hot. She's very hot. Yes. She's, she's so weird. She's got that weird hot. I, I don't know. Just I think watching her be so mean in Parks and Rec, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, and but also like Scott Pilgrim, she's kind of bitchy. Yeah. Um, there's a movie she did a couple years ago where she's a – it's kind of like single white female in California – and she Ice Cube's son is in it. Okay. And it's it's like kind of stalkery but funny at the same time. I gotta watch it. I gotta I, I'll watch anything yeah. in it. Send me the IMDb. Let me let okay. me let me get in that trivia. See if it's worth watching. <laughs> yeah. Do but, you do that? Do you do you hit up IMDb right after uh, watching a show or a TV? Uh, uh, a show or a movie? I'll do it before. You'll do it before. Yeah. See, I'll, I like the spoilers. Like I want I want to jump in those. I want to pretend like I have deep analytical thoughts about movies after I saw them. Did you know that the clock in the, in the hallway (laughs) always strikes one right before the ghost? A lot of that. I mean, like the X is in, in departed. I noticed. Yeah. And I was pointing that out to Quentin after we finished it. I went back and showed him like, anytime you saw an X, 
that character was about to die, which is odd because in the in the Logan Airport, when when Leo's gonna he's talking to the uh, Martin Sheen on the phone, like in the middle of the movie, he's gonna get on a plane. There's X's everywhere, and it's like, well, he didn't die there, but he did die in the end. Spoilers from a 13 year old movie. Yeah, that you should have seen dozens yeah. of times by now. Uh, so like good. we have. So good. Um, it's one. It's one of my favorite movies. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, but I love pretty much Scorsese. I mean, all right. So let's just go over his movies real quick. Okay. Name some Scorsese movies. Taxi Driver. All right. Um, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Mean Streets. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, Departed. Shutter Island. I didn't actually know that was a Scorsese movie. Yep. Okay. Um, I want to say Gangs of New York is. Almost positive Gangs in New York is... Uh, okay. No, he actually did a lot more movies than I thought he did that I've, done I've seen. Um, it's his eyebrows, man. Yeah, like, if I know funny. it's a Scorsese movie, I go in, like, thinking, he's going to fucking cameo in this, and his eyebrows are going to steal the show. <laughs> he's what the uh, doctor would call having attack eyebrows. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to I'm trying to look it up. Martin Scorsese. Yeah, Gangs in New York, Martin. So let me, let me see. That dude loves making three-hour movies. I'm fine with it. I, I could have watched another hour of Wolf of Wall Street. Um, Goodfellas. Uh, I saw oh. Silence. It was kind of boring. So straight from IMDb trivia. Uh, casino. Oh, yeah. Could definitely Casino. Yeah. So straight from IMDb trivia. Yeah. There is a single shot in uh, Wolf of Wall Street that is shot with an iPhone. Really? Yep. There was, they needed a scene of, uh, on an airplane of the buckle, your seatbelt sign lighting yeah. up and like some like PA or something on a flight took a little iPhone video of it and he showed it to Scorsese as like, Hey, is this what you want? And he was like, yeah, just go with that. Wow. Yeah. So all of a sudden this like little assistant's just like, Oh shit. Am I, am I a producer on this? Did I get a second unit credit? Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he probably got a good little bonus on that. Yeah. It's like people saw something that I shot in yeah. movie theaters across the nation. It won best picture. Damn it. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of people that have done like full movies on iPhones and like, you'd never hear about it. No, why would you? I mean, they're just like, oh, this movie was shot on an iPhone. Okay, well, where, where is it? Yeah. Can, can I see it? Uh-huh. Can, uh, can I see your iPhone movie? I mean, like, I film music videos on my iPhone. That's one thing, because that's like three minutes on YouTube. But yeah, it's not an hour and a half. 90 minutes of, of you and your fucking iPhone and your mumblecore, you know, with your man buns. Like, even if you even if you shot it on the iPhone, like, it would have to, you would have to have a lot of after shooting oh, work yeah, to, to make it look good. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I, I play around with filming on my phone, but I've got a pixel, so it looks good. Whoa. I didn't know Zune made a, a phone. That's good. It's actually Google, but it's a Zune phone. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, to, <laughs> such a, it's, I love the phone, but God damn it. Like, God damn it. Why do you got to come out with a new one every year and make me spend money? I don't. I, bought, I know. I bought mine. Uh, my two-year contract was up. I bought mine from AT&T, and my my contract is half. And I'm not going to buy another one. They they have not. Apple has not done anything to the iPhone in four or five years that since Jobs died, that's worth buying. So fuck it. Why buy another one? 
What you don't like scratch off text messages? Who cares? You don't you don't like text I'm messages? I'm 43. I don't give a fuck about it. You goddamn. don't like making little emojis that look yeah, like you? Yeah, I don't you? give a fuck about emojis at all, man. Like I feel like if you're a man over 35 using emojis, oh, I've still got you I've still to, got another year. You need to check your penis and make sure it's still there. It's like, ladies, you're getting those eggplants for one more year. And a fleshy mound. You know, when you send a goddamn happy face mm-hmm. with a tongue sticking out, like, eh, like you're a dildo. <laughs> you're a fucking sad sandwich dildo. I'm okay with the ladies using me as a dildo. Oh, God. <laughs> you got to keep that false self-esteem up, sir. That's why I say shit like that. <laughs> like, Oh, man. So, um... So Star Wars. Yeah, is have that you, where we're going? Have you kept up with all that crap going on recently? Are you talking about oh Jesus, are you talking about Disney Plus? Are you talking about well, Mandalorian? I signed up last night. Are you talking about I signed up last night. Yeah. 3 days, 3 days Tuesday Mandalorian hits. Uh-huh. I may be sick that afternoon from work, <laughs> you know. I'm going to send uh, this to your fucking boss. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I got to wait for Quentin, so you don't have to um, wait for his ass. Huh? You don't have to wait for his ass. I'm waiting you know what? Him. Make him buy his own fucking Disney Plus. No, 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 no. This is, we're both excited to watch this. You said one. he was almost 18? Yeah. Send his ass to over my house, mow grass, <laughs> and then get your own fucking Disney Plus subscription. Um, so, so much is going on right now with the with behind the scenes. Um, I guess we'll start with the, uh, the guys from Game of Thrones are out. Yeah. They've been taken off. They were. Taken off months ago when the Netflix, before the Netflix deal they got happened, which I called. I said, there's no way they're doing a movie. When Netflix backed up the $250 million truck. Now, let me, let me explain that. When you hear this. Explain you, away, daddy. When you hear like J.J. Abrams got $200 million from Warner Brothers or Bad Robot, pardon. Or the Netflix guys got 250 That's just a hand you. Here you go, Rob. Here's $250 million. Buy as many hookers and crack as you want with it. Done. Okay? That does not mean you have to pay anything to anybody for it. That is your money. Those two guys split. They have 120, well, minus 10% from their managers and all that shit. But they split half of that money, and and that's theirs. All And why? Because they they created Game of Thrones and admittedly had no idea what they were doing when they did it. Yeah, fake it till you make it, and then yeah. Netflix hands you a check. But here's what I would have done. I would not have gone in front of a goddamn convention two weeks ago and said, by the way, we had no idea what we were doing. Because now Netflix looks dumb, and magically they might go, oh, yeah, we're not going to do anything. You, We're not going to put any shows together you guys brought to us. Yeah, and that money, we're going to need it back. You know, like Chappelle, he got $50 million from Comedy Central. Then he quit. He kept the fifty million. What was that? His advance? Yeah, his advance off Chappelle, Chappelle show. Chappelle four? show. Sh- no, three and four. Three and four. Chappelle show. You might remember was probably the biggest thing on cable next to The Sopranos. Oh man, I remember going to high school like fucking quoting it in the hallways. It, it, it was, was currency. Huge. It was currency in that yeah. time. Um, it, to this day, it's still funny. I played the fifth. Yeah. It is still funny as fuck to watch that shit. It's a great show, and it pushes the lines in so many good yeah. ways. Like, but anyway, anyway, let, let's, I yeah, digress. Please. So, those guys are off. Ryan Johnson is in the corner going, maybe I'm doing a trilogy, maybe I'm not. Wiggle my hands together, you know. Um, 
in the interim, you know, no one knows who's doing what for a film or what is going to be done for a film. Uh, Kathy Kennedy may be stepping down. Kevin Feige might be taking over. That's kind of the rumor. He's at least going to do a, produce a film for Star Wars. Seems like there's a lot of shit going down. They're Disney scared like they're losing their ass on it. I don't think they are. I think I think it's not making it's not making Avengers money. It's not making Marvel money. Mm-hmm. But I still think Star Wars is a bad investment for Disney. But I'm going to I'm going to solve it for them. I'm going to fix Star Wars for them. This is a promise you make like once a year. No, no. I got I this I'm this is this is how I'm going to fix Star Wars for them. All right, educate us. Okay? Because they need a Kevin Feige for Star Wars. But you don't want Kevin Feige. Kevin works for Marvel. <clears throat> He's not your Star Wars guy. I mean, maybe he likes Star Wars. Maybe he does. But he bleeds Marvel. So you need a guy that loves Star Wars. You need a guy that can prove, knows the oh, lore. shit. Bring back George Lucas. You're right. No. You need a guy that has, <laughs> has the passion of Lucas has his foot in reality, doesn't wear flannel, and knows how to make good films, and get and knows what a Star Wars fan, old and young, wants. All right, so who are we thinking? Uh, John Favreau. John Favreau literally took a half-finished show, pitched it to Disney for Star Wars, and said, "Here's the idea. Here's all it is. Here's the first four episodes." Here's my idea. Here's some sketches. Here's the first two episodes written. I wrote it. I'll write everything. And they, what they said to him, fucking green light. We don't even need to see any more. Just green light it. We'll see you in a week for a meeting. Uh, start putting your, cra- your crew together. Um, fa- that's how much Favreau cares about it. He's a good, he's a damn good director. I think he cares about the source material. But also cares about what people want to see probably has a better beat on it than anybody else. I don't know. Kathleen Kennedy. She seems to be a good producer. Uh, I just think what they were going, trying to do is they, they got it. They got star Wars and they said, young kids, we need kids in the fucking seats. The problem is that's not who you're catering to. Yeah. Get the adult in there. It's the opposite. It's what I called opposite Pixar. Opposite Pixar. Okay. Reverse Pixar. Pixar. Reverse Pixar. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Pixar is kids in the seats, make it good enough that the parents will stay. Okay? Star Wars needs to be parent in the seat, make it good enough that the kid will sit down and watch it too. Okay? Ah. I do agree that I... I Blue's Clues. Yes. uh, Yes. When you're really high, (laughs) yes, it's Blue's Clues. No. Fucking the clues (laughs) right there, bud. Dude! (laughs) Look behind you! It's on the fucking pad! Look behind you! It's a... It's a two. um, I think the next five years, they should just, like I've said last episode, next five years, strictly small screen. You know, this is 2019. So by 2024, maybe you think about having a movie come out. So how do you explain that to your investors, though, who are just like, we just spent, you know, $500 million on Star Wars. They made their money back already on Star Wars. You think so? They're not, they're, they're not... They've said it quietly. That's solo money? They, they made it, they've said it quietly. And once episode nine is done, they'll have their money back. They'll, they'll have more than enough money. Now, is it, 
is it profitable in merchandising? Is it profitable in in all that crap? Did they buy that as well from George Lucas? Uh, he owns the rights. That see, there's a there's a really good. I gotta find it. There's a great YouTube channel that talks about the rights for Star Wars and Star Trek, and he breaks down like if you use a classic character, he maintains twenty five percent of every sale on that merchandise of that character. So solo, he got twenty five percent of the profits. As long there? it was no okay Whew. Chewbacca, yes. Solo, because they used a younger version of Solo, I believe. I don't think he got. <clears throat> but Darth Maul popping up at the end, he probably got a cut of Darth Maul. Uh, I don't understand. How do you make a cut off Darth Maul? Anything they sell. That well, it's not Darth like Darth Maul was just like Mentos. You know, like he didn't do that in the movie. <clears throat> hey, I'm just saying like any like action figures, anything, toys or things they sell or okay. f- merchandise. Like that shirts. makes more sense. Yeah, they, he gets a cut of that. So, like with Luke in The Last Jedi, and Leia in The Last Jedi, Yoda in The Last Jedi, uh, all the all the original tri- trilogy characters, he gets a cut of that. You know, if Anakin shows up in Nine like they're saying he is, he gets a cut of that as well. You know, not like they're gonna pay. What's that? Christian Christian Hayden. Yes, I was gonna. Call, for some reason, I was calling him Glass Wooden for some reason. That's not his name. Yeah. Just wooden, FYI. Wooden actor. But uh, yeah. What's that uh, little green character? Uh, <laughs> truck? Yeah. <laughs> but way yeah, off. My, my, my way to fix it is you put Favreau in charge as a Kevin Feige. You have him map out where they need to go. You know, is it, is it way into the future? Is it way into the past? Is it getting away from the Skywalkers? Do we even, I mean, like, I'm, I'm for them not doing any more Skywalker stuff. I'm done. I, I'm Skywalkered out. I don't need to know about your fucking, you know, hidden prodigy. Wait, what about the, the great, 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 great grandkids of Luke Skywalker? We did, didn't know what did. they're doing. The grandson of Luke Skywalker was done in uh, the Dark Horse series. Fuck, what was it called? It was about 10 years ago. But 10 years ago, that's not canon anymore, no, right? No, it's not. Cade's, All right then. So we, now Cade, we need to do it again. His name was Cade Skywalker. What a dumb I know. Name. Um, but it was it. Yeah, I mean, it was one, it's one of those things where it's like I'm done. I don't need to know about who the who's gonna bring balance to the force. What about Yoda's kids? He didn't have any. You don't know that. He was <coughs> fucking when don't he was give, like seven, eight hundred years old. Don't give Kathy Kennedy any idea. He was out there getting alien do, poon. He collected not, it. <laughs> Protection I used. Oh, <laughs> bear back I not. I only removed it halfway. Uh. Uh, there's a pullout joke with a lightsaber, but I'm just gonna let it stay on the floor there. I don't know if you saw him bounce around in the second uh, Attack of the Clones, the the second Star Wars yeah. prequel, Attack of the Clones. I think he'd be a fun fuck. <laughs> You know, like, have you ever had a partner like that active? Like, poof, poof, poof. Yeah, that's what I like. I? I like I'm women. I'm in your mouth. I'm in your butt. I'm I in like, your mouth. Whoa, like, whoa, what whoa, the I fuck? mean, no, no. I, I don't have a partner that's in my butt. But. Well, Yoda doesn't have a vagina, Bill. <laughs> play along. You got to play along <laughs> when it's when it's penises. So, transitioning out of Star Wars. I bet he's got a weird looking dick. I watched a movie last night um, that I didn't think I would ever watch. But a friend of mine said, give it a shot. And I said, ah, fuck it. All right. $4, I'll rent it. I watched Adam Sandler's Pixels. 
it's not bad. I had a good time it's watching it, man. It's, I had it's a fun time. Really cheesy in places. It's okay. But the fact they had the creator of Pac-Man out there yes. and get bitten. <laughs> Kill him. I love it. Was, it. it was, yeah. I, there are fun parts of that. I movie. had a fun time. I thought Dinklage was chewing up scenery, having fun. Yeah. I can't stand Josh Gad, but I I thought he was okay in it. Why don't you like Josh Gad? I believe he is a virus. <gasps> he belongs in the same category as like Amy Schumer. You know? <gasps> Josh Gad? Josh Gad? Josh Gad, Amy Schumer. Josh Gad couldn't grow a beard if he needed to? Launch them into the vacuum of space. No, Josh Gad is a sweet, he's America's sweetheart. I will pay for the GoFundMe to put them on a rocket. I can't wait till they make a... Into the sun. Just an Olaf movie. Just him alone. They did. It's like one of Martin Scorsese directs. (laughs) It's three hours long. All right, so speaking lastly, uh, speaking of Scorsese, we both saw The Joker. What is that? Well, because... How, yeah, how does that tie originally, in? Originally, Scorsese was going to direct. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you for explaining that, me and the audience, and the everyone fact, who didn't fucking and, know and, that. And the fact that it looks pretty much like Taxi Driver. I mean, it's just gritty New York. Yeah, Anybody gritty. do gritty New yeah. York, it looks like a fucking Scorsese yeah. movie. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is. What do you think? What did you think? I liked it a lot. Well, I fucking everybody liked it. I liked it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was... I thought Joaquin Phoenix did great. I think all the people saying that there was no story or plot, I think they're full of shit. Um, I think he's probably going to get... He's he's going to get some kind of accolades for that. Yeah, I mean, it was a performance movie to me. Oh, yeah, big time. It was very much a performance movie. You throw him in, he's in every single fucking scene, just about. Yeah. I mean, it, and just the transformation that takes place is so... I don't know, you you feel, like, drawn into his mental illness. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's very interesting. And, and I think from a clinical perspective, I think it's a very accurate glimpse into the lives of someone with mental illness oh yeah very yeah i mean especially like seeing things that aren't there you know like not being completely in touch with reality like he was in the comedy club where everybody started laughing with him all of a sudden like and i knew i know and this is spoiler territory what's what's the female's character um well her real name is zazzy beats yeah okay so um every time zazzy comes around and actually talks to arthur the joker character he gets all he gets fucking smooth all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, he's just like, and I knew for a fact that she was a, 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 a figment of his imagination. The second where she goes, were you following me around today? And he goes, yes. And she didn't immediately run away screaming. Yeah. 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 Like women don't find that cute or no. affectionate. If no. you follow them around all day, I don't know much about women. I know I that. I do know that. I know you do. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Um, um, my son called it like, 20 or 30 minutes into the film, he was just like, she's not, that's not real. I said, yeah, good call. I mean, did you know ahead of time? Not, no, I didn't know ahead of time. I, I didn't read any spoilers, but I, I was picking up, it had a fight club feel to it. Yes. In that sense. And I feel like after fight club or six cents, it's really hard to fool the audience with the too smart. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're on your shit, Hollywood. Yeah. Um, I thought it was well done. And, Quite honestly, uh, I don't see how they could do a sequel. I don't think you need a sequel. Um, I don't think he needs to be the Joker from here on out. I just think it was a great movie. Yeah. And can we just leave it at that and just make a great movie and not go, how do we do another? 
Yeah. And well, you know, as soon as it started being successful, they started getting that question. They were oh, like, yeah. well, we thought this was going to be a standalone, but I don't know. No. Us breaking these records. No, I, I would stay out of it. I think. They're I thinking think about it. The smartest thing they could do is take what they learned from it and make make something that's, that's solid and that's this. The budget was not that huge for this. Oh, it was tiny. Yeah. Yeah. You can do it. It doesn't have to be fucking jump cuts and CGI and all yeah. that crap. You can take these characters. Dude, I'm Daredevil. A Daredevil movie could be made for this same amount of money. Oh, sure. And done at the same in the same time in 80s New York. Mm-hmm. And you could you easily could win people over. You don't need a lot of money. Why don't we just move the whole DCEU into the 80s? Well, I know that bat, the new The Batman takes place in 92. Okay. So they're they are positioning the Batman to be able to have taken place after this movie and that that Joker could be in that universe. Um, How do you feel about that? I don't think Joaquin Phoenix would be happy about that. I don't, I don't think he's going to be in it. I think right now they're saying um, uh, Irish actor Colin Farrell is going to play the Penguin. Horrible choice, but go on. Uh, well, better than Jonah Hill, my, my opinion. You know, Jonah Hill, he's gained my respect. Like, I liked him in Superbad and all those little comedies that he did. Sure. But like, if you saw Manic uh, from on I Netflix. I didn't see Manic, but I've seen like he's great in Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, but, he is. But the Penguin doesn't have to be a short fat guy necessarily. And if it is, why not Paul Giamatti? Mm. Why not make Giamatti? He could, Marvel, he's already got him as the rhino. My, that, Mar, that was Marvel Sony. Still. He's, that's not continuity anymore. Bring him in as the Penguin. Bring him in as a gangster that's been doing this for years. Bring him in as a guy that ha- he owns parts of Gotham, that he's running, you know, prostitution and numbers and, and drugs and whatnot. Okay, you don't have to make him like why, why. Maybe he's a penguin. Maybe they're just like you know, because he's short. You know, maybe somebody called him that. But Colin Farrell is a penguin. I'm like, Colin Farrell, that's dumb. Did you hear who they picked for Alfred? Yeah. I, I'm kind of on the fence because I love the guy. Yeah. I love Andy Serkis. But I'm like... I can't imagine him being like a servant. Yeah, that's a... Like we- even a servant warrior or anything like that, that. That's a weird one. After having Jeremy Irons recently, that's a hard sell. Because like Irons, to me, I looked at that and I went, yeah, you know, after Michael Caine, that's a different take. If you've read Earth, Batman Earth 1, Jeremy Irons was much more the Alfred of, of Earth 1. Okay, so where did, where what visual media did uh, Jeremy Irons play Alfred? Uh, Batman v Superman and Justice League. Oh yeah, yeah. See, that's how forgettable that shit was. I I liked them. Batman, I, you want to fuck Superwoman <coughs> or whatever? Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. It's like that's his whole character. Yeah. No, so, I I um I think uh, the one that I don't like at all that is Suicide Squad. Um, that was boring as fuck all yeah well i i actually i don't mind suicide squad i think it's fun but i i consider that like a fantastic four kind of movie just like a summer movie you're supposed to watch it and forget it you know like it's not supposed to i did yeah exactly it did and i think it was fine for what it was it was it was fun and you know and what's even worse the director's cut is a piece of shit why uh, what what's um what pissed you basic, off so much about it tell ba- me basically all i mean basically the movie was going to be Suicide Squad versus Joker. And so there are places in there where, 
Like when he rescues Harley on the helicopter, they they in the regular theatrical cut they edit it up, but you can see where he pushes her out, like he's doing it on purpose, not trying to save her life. He pushes Harley Quinn. Yeah, as opposed to her just getting sucked out first. Yeah, he pushed her out of the out of there because she's a traitor. You can tell it's there. You get you get more of the flashbacks with him and Harley, uh, and they're kind of abusive relationship. Yeah. Um. I do love that one very short scene where they're dancing together in their traditional costumes. Like, oh, that oh. was that was the Bruce Tim yeah. cover of that, that book. Yeah, uh, Mad Love. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's okay. I mean, there's some stuff in there that's bad, and there's some stuff that's just kind of mad. I think uh, James Gunn's probably gonna do a way better version. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I have a lot of faith in them, but at the same time, like, I don't think Jared Leto deserves all the shit that he gets. No. Um, no. And I, lo- I saw on Twitter the other day, and I love how in your face he gets to people who shit on his Joker. Yeah. It's great. On Twitter, somebody posted uh, top four best Joker performances, and there's only been five. Yeah. <laughs> and he tweeted, he retweeted that, and he tweeted back, yeah, there's only been five performances, but fuck me, I guess, huh? Yeah. I was like, I love that. But Jared he's Leto, like, get him, wait, boy. He's got an island now in a cult, right? I mean, he's. Uh, you know, after playing the Joker, maybe he needs to get away for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, fuck and- it. Maybe he needs to really get... Maybe that's what he wants to do. He wants to really perfect that Joker it's character. It's not like his band is any good. No. Yeah, did they break up? Indefinite no, hiatus? They're probably still threatening to put out an album. You know, Threatening. 20 Seconds to the Moon or whatever they're called. 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah, whatever, who cares? I think Fuck. they had one good song. No, they... I don't remember what it was. No, they write that shit that... They write that fucking, you know, posturing bullshit rock that, like, is safe for, like... Soccer moms to like hit me with some. What, what, what's their big hit? I don't remember. I don't know. But it's like it's like kind of host are you? It's like it's like limp dick music. It's just like limp dick music. Yeah, it's just like uh, whoa. It's emo. No, because emo is like like My Chemical Romance or Sunday Day Real Estate. But like like this is just like pansy boys with hair buns and. You know, guitars. I don't think he's ever once had a hair bun. I bet he has. A, he's worn a man bun. He's got like a hair bun in his pubes. I don't know, dude. He looks like Jesus now. He's wears robes and. I'd wear robes. You know how comfortable fucking robes are. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I think that's it for this week. Oh come on! <laughs> Next episode, I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna be wearing a robe, and you're not gonna say shit. Whatever sad And if you're sandwich. lucky, it'll slip Whatever. open a little bit. Whatever you fucking sad sandwich. You get a picture of my bananas. <laughs> For Longbox Fall Tag, I'm Bill. I'm Rodney. And we'll see you next issue. The podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network. Brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com.